0: Welcome to Sage and Spirit, a podcast designed to nourish your mind, body, soul, and spirit. I'm your host, Anna-Claire Lottie, and I'm so grateful you're here. In this holistic wellness podcast, I'll be having candid conversations with others, exploring topics such as healing with plants, food as medicine, earth connection, spirituality, conscious entrepreneurship, and so much more. Thank you for being here and sharing in this journey with me. Welcome back to another episode of Sage and Spirit. Today, I'm bringing you episode 20, and we are right at the crux of the transition here in the Northern Hemisphere from summer into fall. And oftentimes, this transition brings up a lot for people. Not only are we moving into the more yen time of the year, looking at it from a Chinese medicine perspective, we're also coming out of the most young time of the year. So this not only affects our body, but also our emotions and the ways that we are expending our energy on a daily basis. So in light of all of that, today I am offering a solo episode to share a little bit about this transition from summer into fall And also to share some announcements with you, some changes coming up with the podcast, and some very exciting news that I'm super excited to tell you about. So to begin today, I want to let everyone know that I will be taking a brief pause with this podcast for probably the next two to four weeks, Um, With 20 episodes under our belt now, I'm taking just a little bit of time to program some new and exciting episodes for you in the coming months. And I would love to take this opportunity as well to listen to any feedback that you have regarding the podcast. I'd love to hear any topics that you might be interested in hearing more about. If there are certain leaders or teachers, or practitioners or other people that you know of that you would like to hear more from or that you think might be a good fit for this podcast, I am super interested to hear your thoughts on that. So please feel free to reach out to me with any suggestions, recommendations, or any other feedback that you may have. You're welcome to reach out to me really in all the different ways. You can email me directly at info at dancing wellness.com. You can also find me on Instagram at dancing sage wellness, and you are welcome to send me a direct message or private message there. And I'm also on Facebook. So you can find me on Facebook at dancing sage, and I will also respond to any messages left there. So I just want to thank you in advance for any suggestion and suggestions and feedback that you may have, and I really look forward to hearing from you soon. So another thing that I would like to share with you today is something that is super, super exciting for me and hopefully for some of you as well. And if you listened to my most recent podcast with Bethany Bubenzer, um, you heard me mention at the beginning that I recently spent a little bit of time in Costa Rica. And I went down to Costa Rica for a number of reasons. Um, One of the main reasons was actually to do a little bit of research um, with plants and with places in Costa Rica Um, A secondary objective of that trip was to celebrate my upcoming 40th birthday and to continue celebrating my upcoming 40th birthday, which in case you don't know this about me, I'm a huge birthday person. (laughs) So I love to celebrate birthdays, whether they're my own or people who are close to me or honestly, even strangers. I just feel like birthdays should always be a time of celebration, for celebrating who we are, who we've been, who we might be becoming. And in light of that, my upcoming birthday for my 40th trip around the sun is this Friday, September 17th. And I would love to offer a site-wide discount for everyone And you can visit my website this weekend, Friday, September the 17th, through midnight, September the 19th, which is Sunday. So, all weekend long, I will be offering 15% off the entire website. And if you haven't been to the website yet, you can go to www.dancingsagewellness.com. I have a number of offerings on there. And this is an opportunity for you to save on handcrafted herbal tea blends, on amazing digestive bitters, on all different kinds of products. But not only that, I'm also offering 15% off of all of my consultations. And this is something I haven't opened up a lot uh of lately and that's just because i've been so busy but as we go into this fall season ahead of us i will be having a little bit more time for accepting new clients and you can read a little bit about what that looks like on my website but essentially working with an herbalist such as myself in a one-on-one um session is a really good way to tune in to your own body, to your emotions, to the different patterns that arise within your daily life and within your health care and your wellness. And we can talk about all kinds of things, whether it's transitioning between the seasons, whether it's certain um, symptoms that are coming up for you and certain things that you're noticing in your body or in your health or in your lifestyle that you would like more support with. I also have a really strong background in nutrition. So if you want to just have a consultation to talk a little bit more about different ways of nourishing your body and which foods may work better for you, depending upon your constitution and the season and your environment. Um, an herbal consultation or online wellness consultation can be a really good way to explore that in a little bit more depth. So that's just um, sort of a sampling of all the different things that I offer in a personal consultation. And I do offer these consultations in person for people who live near the Asheville area or who may be visiting. But I also offer these consultations online via Zoom in a virtual manner. So even if you're in another country, if you're in a totally different part of the world or even if you live nearby and you're just too busy to get out and about or it doesn't feel like a good time for you to be out in the world, then by all means, reach out to me. We can set up an online appointment and we can discuss everything just as easily in that format. So, just a reminder that you can save 15% on all Dancing Sage products and consultations this weekend only, September the 17th through the 19th, using code Birthday21. And I will also post that in the show notes for any of you who might need that visual reference. I know sometimes that can be really helpful for me, especially if I'm driving while listening to a podcast. So birthday 21, save 15% site-wide on the Dancing Sage website this weekend only. Another huge announcement, and this one I am beyond excited to announce to you is that also launching on my birthday, Friday, September the 17th, is the very first Heart of the Jungle women's wellness immersion that I am hosting next spring in the beautiful, lush jungles of Costa Rica with my dear friend and retreat co-facilitator, Sandra Hamilton of Ocean Mays Herbal. We are super grateful for this opportunity to share this beautiful space and country and some of its really profound and beautiful teachings as well. Um, this is really an opportunity to embrace the sacred feminine within. We're offering an opportunity to sing with the whales and dance with the divine. And as of Friday, you'll be able to find a lot more information on the website at www.dancingsagewellness.com slash retreats. Uh, But some of the highlights that you can look forward to. First of all, this is um, a retreat that is for women only. And our primary focus during this retreat is centered around working with plants as medicine and for healing, um, womb wisdom and women's wellness, and essentially just deep healing of the heart, the psyche, and the soul. We're gonna be working closely with the element of water and we'll be balancing its fluid nature with the transformative flames of the sacred fire. Some of the highlights you can expect during our week together in Costa Rica include daily movement and meditation practices expansive and enlightening plant ceremonies including cacao tea and tobacco we'll also be working with sacred women's rituals um and waterfall connection plant limpias fireside story and song circles and honestly that's just the beginning there's so much that we are thrilled to be participating in in costa rica we've teamed up with some amazing locals who are going to be adding to these offerings and we're just really grateful to share this opportunity with you and to offer it to anyone who feels called to explore their own divinity to explore the the sacred and divine feminine and to take some time for yourself to nourish and to heal and to just really restore, recharge, and rest. Costa Rica offers beautiful, lush, tropical jungles, an amazing and expansive coastline, and We just invite you to join us if you feel the call, to feel the support of your ancestors and the divine intelligence that is our Mother Earth. We welcome you also to sprint, spend any free time lounging in the saltwater pool at our retreat center, meditating in the bamboo garden, exploring the pristine beaches of the Pacific coastline. And this area where we'll be staying is also known as the Costa Bayena, which is the coast of the whale or the whale's coast. And it's actually named this for really good reason. If you Google Costa Bayena or Uvita Costa Rica, And the whale's tail, you'll see that there is actually a natural formation in the coastline here that at low tide looks exactly like a whale's tail. And if this isn't divine intelligence, I just don't know what is, because as it turns out, this particular place on the coast is also a really popular place for whales to visit from both the northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere coming into uvita and the surrounding warm waters at different times of the year whether it's to play or to birth their young or to mate in order to procreate and produce new whales on this planet and um we'll be diving a little bit more deeply into what that means in terms of animal spirit medicine and how you can work with these energies to find more balance in your own life, and to also have a greater understanding of the world around you. So to find out more about this new and exciting opportunity coming your way, please head over to the website. This Friday, September 17th, we'll be launching registration. We actually have already had a a pretty amazing response to this retreat and we expect this the spots to fill up really quickly actually um we will have space for a maximum of 10 to 11 women and yeah i think these spaces are going to fill up quickly so if this sounds like something you might be interested in head on over to the website on friday september 17th read the information check out the rates And feel free to fill out the application form if this sounds like something you might be interested in. So um, I guess I should tell you those dates that we are hosting this beautiful retreat are March 27th through April 2nd, 2022. And we do have a new moon in there. So we'll be doing some special ceremony around the new moon and... Yeah. Okay. So that's it. Heart of the Jungle Women's Wellness Immersion in Uvita, Costa Rica, Spring 2022. Check it out. All right. So just a little bit more for today's episode. I'm going to keep it kind of short. Um, Again, as I am launching a lot of different things right now and have some really exciting projects in the works. um, I'd also like to mention that I am going to be offering some more classes in the coming months. And these are going to be in-person classes um, in the Asheville, North Carolina area, um, in places where it's safe to gather outdoors while the weather is still warm enough, um, or also in a few spaces around the area that might have outdoor heating. So keep a lookout for those upcoming offerings. Um, But also I wanted to mention that I will be offering, online classes beginning in the coming months as well so if you have any subjects that you'd like to learn more about if there are certain topics that are of interest to you please again feel free to reach out send me an email or a direct message through social media and let me know but what you might be interested in learning more about and um, what kinds of topics you'd like to hear about so one more little bit before i talk about the upcoming transition between summer and fall here in the northern hemisphere is just a quick reminder that all of the information shared in this podcast is meant for educational and entertainment purposes only i always recommend that you consult with a trusted healthcare provider Anytime that you're looking to make a shift in your daily lifestyle in your healthcare and your nutrition, supplementation, herbs, medication, all things of that sort. So without further ado, I want to talk just a little bit today about this transition between the seasons. And while here in the northern hemisphere, we are transitioning from summer into fall. A lot of this information is also applicable to people in the southern hemisphere who are transitioning from the winter into the spring. Um, There are some slight differences, but a lot of what we talk about in the transition between seasons has to do with the, the dosha of vata in Ayurvedic medicine. And if you know anything about Ayurvedic medicine, or um, even if you don't, the, the dosha of vata is also the dosha that is primarily associated with transition and change. Because vata is change itself. Vata usually is characterized by things that are dry, light, changeable clear or empty, subtle, and rough. Um, And these principles may be somewhat different depending on where you live, depending on your environment. Um, But again, it's changeability. So anytime that there's a transition between seasons, we can expect there to be some changes and some shifts that occur in both our inner and our, our outer worlds. So, In the Northern hemisphere, autumn is actually the classic Vata season. It's a good time to observe your environment, to notice the small and subtle shifts that may be changing in your daily environment and leading up to the bigger shift between the seasons. And for us in the Northern hemisphere, that means that we are going from a very um, somewhat warm or hot and intense season of summer into a much different season of fall that begins with dryness and lightness and airiness and wind, perhaps. Um, And then we also start that transition into coolness and the season of fall and then moving into winter, which is essentially the most yin time of year. It's the time that we go inward. It's the time of coolness and darkness. So going from summer, which is classically young and warm and hot and outward energy into the season of yen and darkness and coolness, there's a lot that we need to shift within ourselves and also within the ways that we utilize our energy. So I'm not going to do a full episode on this today, primarily because this can mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people. So if you're interested in learning more about how to support yourself throughout this transition between the seasons, I urge you to to reach out and contact me and we can set up a one-on-one consultation and we can talk a little bit more about what this means specifically for your constitution, for your dosha, for your environment, and for your energies. But I do want to go over just a couple of general tips for this transition um, that I feel might be helpful for some of you as as we sort of like go through these winds of change. So since Vata is the primary dosha of this changeable season, some of the ways that we can pacify Vata and keep it from getting too aggravated is by filling ourselves and our environment with warmth, with nourishment, and that can be nourishment on a physical level, as um, as the foods that you take in, but it's also the relationships that you find yourself in, and um, the ways that you are utilizing your energy. And again, um, nourishment when it looks like inner when when it comes to ways that you work with your energy, nourishment can look like. Taking some time out of your busy day, out of your busy schedule, to sit with yourself, to meditate, to find ritual in your day, anything that gives you a moment of stillness. And if you can work in five minutes, that's an amazing start. If you can work in 10 minutes, even better. If you can work in an hour or two out of your day to find this point of stillness within yourself and your environment, amazing. I feel that wherever you can start is the perfect place and something as subtle as taking five to 10 minutes out of your day for stillness can really have a profound change over time, you might want to incorporate different sounds I really love listening to healing frequencies. Um, especially when I meditate sometimes. And one of my favorites to tune into is actually a website called meditativemind.com. And I think it's meditativemind.com. If that doesn't work, try .org, but I'm pretty sure it's meditativemind.com. And you can choose all different sorts of frequencies. They'll tell you the different frequencies that support um all different sorts of things, whether it's healing or letting go of negativity or embracing um, harmonious relationships, or you can also find Tibetan chanting. So whatever it is that floats your boat, um, even if it's just nature sounds, meditativemind.com has a lot of different offerings. And I find that their recordings, um, oftentimes bring me a lot of peace and stillness when I take the time. So um, that being said, going back to some of the other things that you can fill your time and space and body with during this time, in addition to warmth and nourishment, loving relationships, um, these all help to provide a sense of stability and groundedness and routine. And so again, during this vata season or the transition between seasons, which is also vata, um, it can be really super crucial to find your daily grounding. Um, if you have a practice for grounding, then I would suggest doing this at least once a day, if not two or three times. Um, we live in a world where things are so changeable and there's so many distractions that quite honestly, vata derangement is prominent within our society. Um there's this glorification of busyness um where people are almost looked more highly um upon or or favorably upon if they're just busy, busy, busy all the time constantly on the go and this is lauded a lot in our culture um and often to great demise because really we need time and space and grounding to Be able to truly fill our cups, which also prepares us to be able to give more into the world. And we have to learn to receive in order to be able to give. It's a constant process and cycle. It's a reciprocity. I'm sure that many of you have heard that you cannot give from an empty cup. And it's the same thing when it comes to your energy resources and especially to your wellness and healthcare. Um, If those things are depleted, you're simply not going to have as much to give. Um, So that's another thing to keep in mind is just to find a place of receptivity within yourself. And I know that this can be challenging. Um, I myself have had a lot of challenge with this in the past. And I love to give and give and overwork and overdo. I'm a pitta by nature. Um, that's my primary constitution. So it can be a lesson for sure to take the time to cultivate stillness and to cultivate receptivity. Um, but I can promise you it's 100% well worth it. So moving on. Um I want to talk just a little bit also about what this transition between the seasons looks like in chinese medicine and just to preface i am not a tcm practitioner um though i do have some training in basically just some of the the overview of concepts in chinese medicine and i've worked with other practitioners over the years to deepen this understanding but I have a lot to learn as far as TCM goes, but one of the things that I do understand about Chinese medicine and um, particularly the uh, five element theory within Chinese medicine is that this seasonal shift between summer and fall is actually considered another season in chinese medicine and that is um, the season of late summer it's sort of this hazy time between summer and autumn Um, it's really sort of i would say it probably starts sometime in august and goes through september as we make our way into the autumnal equinox Um, and of course again it's going to be different in different regions in different countries Um, but generally speaking it's the time between um, like when it's not too hot but it's also not yet very cold you notice that different breeze in the air that has a certain quality of crispness to it um, a freshness that feels different from maybe the lingering heat of summer again this is a really good time to tune into our bodies and you might know that oftentimes people find themselves getting a late summer cold or as we transition into fall this is a time where people start to notice imbalances in their health or maybe they do catch a virus or some sort of infection or maybe they just notice other things that are coming up within their bodies as as they tune into the seasonal shifts around them so in late summer in chinese medicine this is also the element of earth and the earth organs in chinese medicine are the spleen and stomach Now I won't go super deep into this because the Chinese organ system is very different from our actual organs that we look at in an anatomical basis in the Western world in theory. Um, But essentially, spleen and stomach have to do with how we digest the world around us, and so this can be um, digesting our foods for sure. and the, stump, the, the fluids and foods that we receive into our bodies. But it can also have to do with digesting um, just the world around us. And what I mean by that is the events that take place around us, the news that we might take in on a daily or regular basis, um, anything that we may be reading or projects that we may be working on, in some ways, all of this, we digest and assimilate into our bodies. And especially when it comes to things on this sort of energetic level, that has to do with the spleen in Chinese medicine. And if the spleen is overtaxed, then we might notice a lack of energy because it just can't keep up. Um, the spleen is out of balance. And you might notice that you feel more overwhelmed. You start to have a little bit more um like muddiness in, in your thinking and in your thoughts. Um, so a lack of clarity, maybe sometimes, or that might manifest itself as some sort of brain fog or really the thing that I notice a lot in, in clients and also sometimes within myself during this transition transition from summer into fall is this feeling of overwhelm. It's, it's the seasonal, The season of harvest, the harvest season where we just want to make sure that we're stocking up on all of the necessary nutrients and projects and things before we dive into the deepness of winter. And so sometimes that comes with a certain feeling of overwhelm where we just feel like there's so much to do and so little time to do it. So I would invite you to notice the places within yourself And the times within your day and your week where you start to feel these feelings of overwhelm creeping in and maybe give a little thought as to how you could provide yourself some spaciousness around this. And again, I know that this can be a challenge, um, especially when you already feel overwhelmed or if you feel like you're lacking in time. Um, but it's super important to to really give ourselves, again, that that time of stillness and a little bit of spaciousness around things so that we can truly expend our energy in a way that is beneficial and not only to ourselves, but to our environments and to our projects and the people around us. So a couple of things to think about, Is to avoid when it comes to eating, you want to avoid anything that's super damp or sugary or cold or um, like greasy or oily. These are things that contribute to dampness in the spleen and stomach and can really kind of clog those systems up. And you might start to notice an accumulation of mucus and phlegm, which can lead to stagnation, which can lead to more vulnerability to infection. Um, if you're in a place where it's really hot, then by all means, you can still incorporate some of the cooling foods like cucumber and melons, as long as they're seasonal and ripe wherever you are. Um, but I would also recommend to begin balancing that out. Maybe you add in a little bit of ginger or a little bit of chili, um, or other spices that work well within your body to balance out and start to bring more of a neutrality to the energetics of the foods that you're consuming. And there's a lot of resources online if you're interested in looking more into the energetics of food. Um, But essentially we all know like cool as a cucumber, right? And probably most of us know that ginger can be really warming. Um, The thing I really appreciate about ginger, especially, which is an amazing herb for this time of year, is that it has this ability to really warm our bodies. And in Chinese medicine, it does what they call opening the orifices, which essentially means it opens up your pores and allows you to sweat out anything that doesn't serve you. Um, so you can sweat out and in invading pathogens and toxins that may be weighing you down or contributing to this sluggishness or buildup of mucus and phlegm. Um, so you may take a warm ginger bath. This is a really great way to warm your body up and also to sweat out anything that's not serving you. But you can also incorporate ginger as a ginger tea. You can mix it with a little bit of honey and warm water to make a a nice ginger cordial. Uh, Incorporate it into your foods. I find ginger, the flavor of it, to be really pleasing. Um, If you're kind of in that borderline of like wanting to still have some cool foods and incorporating a little bit more heat and spice, you can maybe make a green juice and incorporate some ginger into that green juice. Turmeric is another great one. Turmeric is warming, Um, like ginger, it helps to get the circulation moving in the body. And it also has really amazing anti-inflammatory properties. So incorporating fresh or ground turmeric into your foods, into your smoothies, into your green juices um, can be really great ways of supporting yourself throughout this time. Some of the other foods that you might want to favor as we transition into the fall season are the flavors of sweet, sour, and salty. Um, So you might want to think of things like oatmeal for breakfast or maybe a nice um, millet congee or rice congee um and supplement those with a little bit of sweetness um such as maple syrup or honey um you can also add in oils um and here again you don't want to overdo it with oils and and by that aspect i mean like don't eat a bunch of fried foods um in general fried foods really aren't very good for us but especially as we make this transition between the seasons um fried foods are foods that are super rich in heavy fats, especially those that have higher omega-6 contents, they can be detrimental to our bodies and they can cause more inflammation, which can aggravate our bodies during the shifts that they are making. So things that I would maybe think about incorporating would be ghee, which is a special clarified butter that you can find in the tradition of Ayurveda. It's actually super easy to make, or you can buy it in the grocery store. Um, I actually do like to cook with coconut oil. It has a little bit higher of a smoke point than olive oil, which I don't like to use for cooking usually. Um, But the smoke point on coconut oil is actually a little bit lower um, than something like avocado oil, which you can heat to a higher temperature without it going rancid or having a destabilization. Um, So those are some of the oils that you might want to incorporate this time of year. Your lunches and dinners should really include steamed vegetables. Um, You can do roasted vegetables with just a little bit of oil or ghee. Um, This is a great time of year to start incorporating more soups and stews. I've been really into nourishing broths lately. I actually started drinking nourishing broth while I was in Costa Rica um, because I was staying with someone who was providing this, and it was really amazing and felt so good in my body. And actually, if you're interested in learning how to make your own nourishing broth, you can head to my Instagram at Dancing Sage Wellness. And just, uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before, I posted a reel that shows you all of the steps of my um, nourishing broth making process with a full recipe that you can follow. You can absolutely make some changes within that and incorporate other herbs and spices that you might be fond of. Um, but working with nourishing broths, especially this time of year and going into the fall and winter is a really amazing way to um, coat your mucous membranes with the really nice gelatin and collagen that help to support our tissues. Um, it also just feels really grounding and it's a really great vehicle for incorporating other herbs such as ginger and turmeric and bay leaf and even cardamom or cayenne or whatever it is that you want to incorporate that feels good in your body for this time of year. Um, If you eat meat and eggs, this is a good time of year to enjoy them. Um, I would say to pay close attention to the ways that you're preparing these foods, especially meats um grilling can be okay on occasion it certainly brings out a nice flavor um but we all have become aware of the potential for carcinogenic effects of grilling um, and that charcoal process that happens um so you want to be mindful of that roasting your meats can be great um but really again my preferred way to incorporate meats especially this time of year is into soups and stews they're just so grounding they're um, moisturizing without being dampening. Um, so there there definitely is a distinction between being moisturized and nourished and being damp. Dampness is what we want to stay away from. That's when the tissues become soggy and boggy and they can get overwhelmed, which can and oftentimes increased mucus production. And again, that increased mucus production um, can be the perfect breeding grounds for bacteria and viruses. So that's something we really wanna stay away from. A couple of other Ayurvedic practices that are especially supportive this time of year are uh, the neti pot, which if you don't know about neti pots, I highly recommend looking into them. It's a really great way to clear your sinus and nasal passages um essentially really just your nasal passages with a salt water cleanse and it can be a little tricky at first but there's lots of videos online um banyan botanicals b-a-n-y-a-n botanicals is a really great resource for ayurvedic tips and products um i highly recommend that you check out their website um but they give you a lot of information on neti pots as well and different ways to work with a neti pot And also another practice that I find super supportive this time of year is the practice of nausea oil, which is essentially putting medicated oil into the nostrils and sometimes inhaling them further up into the nasal passages. And this helps to create a protective coating of those sensitive mucous membranes, and it keeps them from getting too dried out, especially if you're already in a dry climate. I know I was actually in Colorado just a couple of weeks ago and coming from Costa Rica and from essentially this rainforest of sorts that I live in here in North Carolina, being out in Colorado and being at a high altitude of over 11,000 feet, my nasal passages were not very happy with me. Uh, They were so dried out and irritated. And one thing that I've learned over the years is that dried out and irritated tissues especially those in our nose and throat can lead to further um, susceptibility of infection we end up getting these little micro tears in our tissues and pathogens and outside invaders can kind of creep into those crevices and proliferate and that is no bueno that is not something that we want to see so, especially if you're in a drier climate or as we transition from maybe humidity into a little bit more dryness, working with a nausea oil to coat and protect our nasal passages can feel really amazing and also may help to um, boost our immunity during this time, which is always of great importance. Um, some of the other idea of fall foods, I really love cooked apples or stewed apples. They're really great, worked into oatmeals or congees or sometimes even stews for dinner. Um, you can work with prunes or raisins that have been soaked. Um, another one that I really love here is the Chinese jujube date. Um, that also works well in the similar applications of oatmeals and stews and congees. <clears throat> Citrus fruits can be good for this time of year, too. Uh, They can help us to maintain our mucous membranes a little bit more, although you may want to be careful. Some people who have histamine intolerances may actually notice more mucus production um, when they when they eat citrus fruits. So if you're prone to histamine reactions, then that's something that you might want to pay close attention to. Um, But also starting to incorporate more root vegetables beets and carrots and turnips um, are all really good for this time of year. Sweet potatoes. Um, You can still eat some of those last remaining summer squashes, but also this is a great time to begin looking at your local farmer's market for more of the winter squashes like butternut squash and acorn squash and spaghetti squash. Um, I really love butternut for its high beta, beta carotene content. And it's also just really grounding and nourishing. There's so many different things that you can do with it Um, it's also a good time of year to incorporate grains such as brown and basmati rice Um, again oats millet quinoa Um, i would recommend soaking your quinoa especially Um, it's great to soak all grains and dried beans before preparing them Um, but if you're not going to do that for all of your grains then definitely quinoa is one of the ones that I really like to soak ahead of time. Um, It has certain saponins in it that can um, interfere with digestion and absorption. So uh, if you have the opportunity, if you have the forethought and the time, I really recommend soaking your quinoa uh, before cooking it. And at least four hours is ideal. You can even soak them overnight overnight. Um, this is a really great time also, especially in Ayurveda to incorporate mung beans into your diet. And you can find split mung beans oftentimes at natural food stores, especially if they have a bulk section, split mung beans are the traditional, uh, legume that is included in the Ayurvedic recipe called kichari or kichari. And again, I would advise you to look online for a good kitchery recipe. Uh, You can find one on Banyan Botanicals. I'm sure there's a number of other kitchery recipes out there. Uh, Maybe I'll do a post soon. Um, But essentially, kitchery usually has split split mung beans, rice, or um, sometimes people use barley if they need more moistening. And... And then it has a number of spices, and one of the most traditional of the spices is hing or asafoetida, and that one has a very pungent quality to it, which can help to drain excess dampness from our bodies. So it's really a key ingredient when you're making kichari, and um, oftentimes you would also want to incorporate things like cardamom and ginger and fennel, maybe some star anise, uh, maybe some clove. Different recipes call for different spices and herbs, um, but you can certainly adjust this to your own constitutional needs. Um, I would recommend that you check out a couple of different recipes if this is new for you. And just see what calls to you most and then try it out and see how it feels in your body. The more that you can tune in with your own body and how it reacts to your environment and to the foods that you can consume and to the other energies and frequencies that you consume, such as media and news and music and uh, television or movies, um, partnerships, relationships, all of this is going to Really help you to find the best way to support yourself and also potentially your family through these times of transition and change of the seasons, but also of just the greater world transitions and changes that we are witnessing right now. We're living through unprecedented times, as many of you have come to be aware of over the recent, um, the past year and a half, two years now really even longer than that. So um, these are just a a few of the things that I would recommend for really supporting yourself through these transitions. Again, if you're interested in learning more, then um, I highly recommend reaching out to me or another trusted practitioner to work more deeply with your own energetics and constitution. I would be honored to support you through this process you're always welcome to reach out to me again info at dancing i will also continue to share tips and recipes on um social media and these days i'm mostly working with instagram i do occasionally post on facebook But because of all of the energetics with Facebook and the the craziness, to be quite honest, um, I find myself not really looking at that platform as much these days. So if you want to keep up with all of the Dancing Sage goings on and tips and recipes and photos and announcements, then please head on over to Instagram at Dancing Sage Wellness. You can also go to my website and sign up for my newsletters. I actually don't send out newsletters very often. (laughs) Um, In the past, it's been maybe just a couple times a year, but I am trying to get into sending those out a little bit more frequently. Um, But I promise I will never bombard you with emails. I certainly will never be sending a daily email um, and probably not even a weekly. Um, It's looking like it's maybe gonna be twice a month or once a month um, or once every couple of months at this juncture in time. So I believe that's it for today. Don't forget to head on over to the website this weekend, September 17th through the 19th, to save 15% site-wide on Dancing Sage Wellness. Keep an eye out for our announcement this Friday for opening registration for upcoming Women's Wellness Retreat in Costa Rica. And feel free to reach out to me with any questions that you may have. Until next time, I send you lots of love and wish you wellness and prosperity and joy and abundance and above all good health for the transitional time ahead thanks again for joining in thank you for listening to sage and spirit you can download more episodes and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform such as apple or google podcasts for more show notes and guest information visit DancingsageWellness.com. until next time take care and be well